I've come to the conclusion recently that if something is important to you, you are going to make time for it. And I was convicted several weeks ago about my lack of time that I was spending with God when I know I want God to be first and biggest in my life and I just wasn't spending the time with him that I wanted. So just a couple weeks ago, I started getting up early before my day started to to spend time in prayer and in the word. And so this is kind of a reflection of that a little bit. I went through Ephesians and Philippians and just really wanted a platform to be able to share my thoughts on it. And uh, with really zero expectation of anybody actually listening or um, commenting or sharing any of this. But this is more for me to to articulate my thoughts and the things that uh, that's going on in my heart when I get into the Word of God. And um, so we're starting in Colossians chapter 4, and it seems like a weird spot to start, but I'm really just starting podcasting uh, in the middle of what I've been doing the last couple weeks. So in chapter 4, what stood out to me the most was a couple of verses at the beginning, and it's starting in verse 2. It says, Devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And pray for us, too, that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders and make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace and seasoned with salt so that you may know how to answer everyone. Now, what stands out to me right out the gate is just knowing the Apostle Paul's situation when he's writing this letter. He's writing this letter to basically a home church, and he is in prison. And he's in prison because he's been sharing his faith. And now he is asking for prayer to say, hey, if you think about me, just pray that I'll be able to articulate my faith even better than I have. That I'll be able to explain it better to the people I've run across. And this guy is the one who's in prison for sharing his faith, risking his life to let people know about Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross. And he's asking for prayer that he might be able to do it better. It blows me away because I get persecuted zero if I want to share my faith. I'm not going to go to prison. I'm not going to be killed. I think the worst thing that might happen is maybe somebody doesn't want to talk to me anymore or just thinks I'm weird and kind of stays away from me. That stands out to me a little bit. And in addition to that, he ends this little section here talking about how our conversations really should be. And there's two parts of it that it should be. One is full of grace, which I think personally for me, because I'm not really want, I'm not really judgmental towards people. It, it, I think that comes easier for me. Like I can just be graceful and encouraging and because that's where my heart is. And I think the hard part for me is to be seasoned with salt. And this was written 2000 years ago. So being seasoned with salt isn't really talking about making your food taste better as much as it is talking about preserving your food. I mean, this is way before refrigeration. So Salt was used to prevent things from rotting. And 
To have salt in your conversation is to be sprinkling in the truth of their need for God and just the truth of Jesus Christ and the gospel and the good news. I feel like I lack that a little bit and that's convicting to me uh, because I am graceful. Uh, well, I guess it, it may depend on who you ask, right? So, for example, uh, if you ask my kids, they they may say that I have a lot more salt uh, than grace. And, uh, there may be some truth to that because w when I'm dealing with them, I love them so much and I want them to have a relationship with God and experience His peace and His joy and have the fruits of the Spirit and want them to, to live a life fulfilling their purpose. And so I put a lot of salt in those conversations. It is because I love them so dearly. Now, why is that not in my conversations with others? Is it, like, this is me thinking out loud more than anything, is it, do I have a less love for others than I do for my own family? I'm thinking about an example, uh, like for, if my kids were drowning and I had a life preserver, you bet I'd be throwing them that life preserver because it's gonna save their life. And how much would you have to hate somebody to have a life preserver while they're drowning and not give it to them? Now, the argument here really is you know, people might not want it. They might not have, want anything to do with it. They've had bad experiences before in the past, or maybe they don't even think that they're drowning. But needless to say, my conversations should be articulating that, hey, this is what you need. There is a life preserver available. And whether they take it, whether they believe it, that's not in my court. My job is to have these conversations full of grace, and season with salt. Anyway, that's what's on my mind right now. Maybe you want to think about what your conversations are like. Maybe you have too much salt and not enough grace, or maybe you have too much grace and not enough salt. Hopefully, you have a good amount of both. Anyways, those are my thoughts. For what it's worth, talk to you soon.